0: Welcome to the special study on the listener's commentary to Galatians. In this study, we're going to be looking at the issue of flesh and spirit. And the reason for that is, as we enter into this next section in Galatians chapter 5, this is one of two at-length discussions of the flesh versus the spirit in Paul's writings. The other one is in Romans chapter 8. And so we want to take some time to make sure we really hear and understand what Paul means by the flesh and what he means by the spirit there's a good chance that you're going to have to unlearn some things in order to understand what Paul is actually saying. So let's begin with a question. When you think about flesh and spirit in the life of a Christian, is that an either-or thing or a both-and thing? Let me clarify. Is a Christian somebody who is conflicted by both the flesh and the spirit. Do they have a conflict between flesh and spirit within them? Do they have a fleshly nature and a spiritual nature that there's a little bit of a tug-of-war between? So both and, flesh and spirit, both at work and alive and well inside within a Christian, or is it an either-or thing? You're either in the flesh or you're in the spirit. My suspicion is that for a good number of us, It's more of a both-and, that a lot of popular Christian teaching over the last handful of decades has caused many Christians to think that this is a both-and, that I've got a flesh part and a spirit part, there's a tug-of-war oftentimes between them within me, and we have illustrations about that, and so like the one that wins out is the one I feed, the one I give attention to, but... Whereas for many present-day Christians, it's both and. For the Apostle Paul, it was actually either or. You were either in the flesh or you were in the spirit, but you weren't a little bit of both. And that's, I think, very different from how oftentimes that is taught or explained in the church. Let me show you what I mean. In Romans chapter 7, Paul writing there in a passage that uh, really begins to deal with this issue of flesh versus spirit, Paul says this, Romans chapter 7, verse 5, Paul writes, for when we were in the flesh, the sinful passions which were aroused by the law, and he's going to go on and make his point. But that opening phrase of that sentence is really important. For when we, notice the tense, were in the flesh, which means that's past tense, which means if we're followers of Jesus, that was something in our past, but it's not something that's true about us now in the present. So when we were in the flesh, and then again in Romans 8, verse 9, Paul makes it explicitly clear that a Christian is not in the flesh. Listen to what he says. He says, however, this is Romans 8, 9, however, you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. So did you hear that? If you are a follower of Jesus and you have God's spirit within you, you're not in the flesh, you are in the spirit. For Paul, it's an either or. These are two really different realms of life, two different modes of living, if you will. For Paul, the word flesh is overlaps very much with what the Apostle John means by the word world. They're maybe not exactly the same, because I do think in Paul there is a little bit more of a personal and interpersonal element to it beyond just the system element of the word world, but they're very similar. The word world in John refers to the fallen human way of doing life, and that is essentially the exact same thing Paul means by the flesh. In the Apostle John, in 1 John chapter 2, he says, Do not love the world or the things of the world. All that's in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the boastful pride of life. And that is very much the way Paul understands the word flesh. The flesh is kind of this fallen way of doing life, this fallen mode of doing life that really describes life outside of Christ. And that's why he says, If you've come into Christ and you have the Spirit, you are not in the flesh. That's a different realm. That's a different mode of doing life that you have been transferred out of, and now you've moved from the flesh to the Spirit. And that's really, really important for understanding specific passages like Galatians chapter 5 that we're going to look at here in our next session. So flesh and Spirit is an either-or thing, not a both-and thing. So now let's look in a little more detail at what flesh and spirit, as used by Paul in Galatians 5 and Romans 8, actually refers to. And as we've said, it really refers to two very different and contrary modes of living, two very different and contrary ways of doing life. One the flesh is the way of the present age, what Paul refers to in galatians one four is the present evil age, so there's the present evil age, which is fallen humanity, the fallen way of doing life, so one refers to the present present age, the other one the spirit refers to the life of the age to come, the way of doing life according to the new heaven, the new earth, the new creation, right? The The life of the age to come. So the present age and the age to come. Um, one, the flesh is the way of this world that is passing away, that has already been uh, triumphed over by virtue of Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. And it is giving way to the new age, the new creation that has already broken into the here and now in Christ. So one, the flesh is the way of this present world that is passing away. The other, the the spirit, is the way of God's kingdom that is breaking into the here and now. In New Testament theology, you have this overlap, if you will, between these two modes of living, these two eras or ages in the history of planet Earth. You have the present evil age that is passing away, and you have the the age to come. You have the kingdoms of this world and the kingdom of God. You have the old creation and the new creation, and those at present overlap until the final day when all shall be made new. And these terms, flesh and spirit, represent the way of doing life of those two different ages, those two different realms, those two different kingdoms, the kingdom of this world and the kingdom of God. And so flesh is the fallen way of doing life that is part and parcel with this present evil age, the present fallen world, and the word spirit refers to the way of doing life that is uh, in accordance with the new creation, with God's kingdom that has broken into the present world and that overlaps with it. So let's put a couple descriptors with each of these two different modes of doing life. Let's start with the flesh. Here's some other words that describe the way of doing life according to the flesh. It is apart from God, without God. There's no God. Not necessarily that you don't believe in God. Someone could believe in God but still live according to the flesh if they live life without God, right? Like God's not a central key person in their life and all that. So the flesh is without God the flesh is merely human. It's the merely human way of doing life according to human wisdom and human resources and human common sense and human ideas, right? So it's merely human. So the flesh is without God. It's merely human. The flesh tends to be Egocentric in the sense that it's focused on me and what I get out of it and what feels good to me and what I think and what I like. So it's self centered, me centered, egocentric in that regard. And the flesh tends to be very tangible. It's focused on the things of this world, the things that we can see and taste and touch and smell, the things that um, are considered important and valuable by the standards of this world. So it's very tangible, this worldly, and thus focuses on the present, not on the eternal. All right. So the flesh is without God. It's merely human. It's me-centered, egocentric, and it focuses on the things of this world and really my present time period. Whereas the spirit, uh, as a mode of doing life, is with God. So life is done with God. God is a central person in your life and you do life with him. So it's with God. Instead of being merely human, the spirit is focused on the supernatural and it's, it's composed of supernatural wisdom and supernatural insight and supernatural resources that comes from God through his word and through his spirit living within us. And so supernatural, instead of focused on me and being egocentric, the spirit revolves around Jesus, where Jesus is our teacher and our leader and our Lord, and we are interested in what's best for him and for his name and for his cause. So it focuses on Jesus. The Spirit is, instead of being tangible, it is spiritual and eternal, that it focuses on things beyond just what we can see or feel or taste. It focuses on the unseen side of reality, the spiritual side of reality. And it doesn't focus on just the present time period. It focuses on eternal, the things that are going to last forever. And it's concerned about that. It's concerned with God's kingdom and God's glory and things that will last forever. And so we see these are definitely two very different and contrary ways of doing life, modes of existence. In summary, the flesh as a life principle is living life as if God doesn't exist or doesn't matter or isn't actively involved in life here and now. You can believe in God but you just do your life as if he's really not that big of a deal or certainly isn't involved in life. He certainly doesn't have anything to say about your job, your family, right? Like, you don't pay any attention to him. You do life as if God doesn't exist or doesn't matter or isn't actively involved in everyday life here and now. It is to do life apart from God. That's the flesh. And and the Spirit by way of summary, as a life principle, is living God-directed and Holy Spirit-dominated lives as if God were truly real and were actively involved in everyday life here and now. It's to live life attached to God. That's the difference fundamentally between the flesh and the Spirit. Apart from God, the flesh. Attached to God, the Spirit. That's the two different ways of doing life. The spirit as a life principle is the way of life that Jesus brought into the here and now by bringing in God's kingdom through his life, his death, his resurrection, and the pouring out of the spirit then upon all of that. And so now we have access to a whole new kind of life that we didn't have access to in and through Jesus and the spirit And so we have to remember as we think through this flesh and spirit contrast that we're about to look at in detail in Galatians 5, we have to remember really what you might call the the overlap of the ages what sometimes New Testament scholars refer to as the end times perspective. Not end times in the sense of, oh, we're talking about the Jesus return, but we're talking about that we have entered into the final stage in God's plan to rescue the world, and that began and was launched in this world by virtue of Jesus' death, burial, resurrection, and the pouring out of the Spirit. That ushered in a new era in the history of the world that now overlaps with the old era, and that's the overlap. So we have to keep that overlap in mind when we study the Scriptures, especially when we're talking about flesh and spirit. The death and resurrection of Jesus, along with the coming of the Holy Spirit, indicate that the the future life, the future order have begun, that the new creation has begun and the age to come has broken into the here and now. And so now there's a new way of doing life that's available to us in and through Christ and by his Spirit. And when we enter into Christ, we are ushered into, we're transferred into that new realm, that new kingdom, that new era, that new way of doing life. Thus, we live during the overlap of the times where two modes of living coexist side by side. The flesh, the merely human mode of living governed by human wisdom and human values and human resources and all its fallenness and frailty, that's one mode of living that's present now on planet Earth, and the spirit, the divinely empowered mode of living governed by God's wisdom and God's values and God's resources in all its power, both of those now coexist here in this present world. And so the tension we feel isn't a result of us having... Uh, two parts at war within us the the tension we feel is because there's two kingdoms now present in this world, and we're part of now this new kingdom in Christ, this new era, but it overlaps with the old kingdom that we used to be a part of and that is still everywhere present around us, and so the tension we feel is the tension between that, and we as part of the new kingdom, the new age, the age to come, we as part of jesus kingdom. We now live differently by the power of the Spirit in this present world. As New Testament scholar Gordon Fee, who probably has done more work on the Spirit in Paul's writings, he has a massive book entitled God's Empowering Presence that basically is a detailed study of every place the word spirit shows up in Paul's letters. Well, Gordon Fee, he writes this about flesh and spirit. He says to live according to the flesh is to live according to the values and desires of life in the present era that stands in absolute contradiction to God and his ways. Hence, the ultimate contrasts in Paul are eschatological. That means having to do with end times and God's work that God has brought in. now the the last stage is what he means by eschatological. So the ultimate contrasts are this end times perspective. Life according to the flesh, lived according to the present age, That has been condemned through the cross and is passing away. Or life according to the Spirit, lived in keeping with the values and norms of the coming age, inaugurated by Christ through his death and resurrection, and empowered by the Spirit. That's what flesh and spirit is all about in Paul's writings. And so as we proceed through Galatians chapter 5 and we look at this contrast, we, we need to remember what flesh and spirit refer to. Two different modes of living. One that's living life apart from God and his power and his wisdom and his resources and is fundamentally at odds with God's ways. And one that's living life deeply attached to God by his spirit and is therefore learning to live according to God's wisdom and value and norms and resources in this world. Flesh and spirit, two different modes of living that are both active here on planet earth, and if we are in Christ, then we are of the spirit, we are not of the flesh, and we can live a new kind of life.